Came flesh and dwells among us. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Out of a longing for inspiration, grace, mercy, and peace, we gather to worship. We gather as a community committed to love of God and neighbor, as a community which desires to provide a heart for the heart of the city and a service in the service of the city. We gather as a community committed to lifting our voice in grace and freedom to calling and calling out young people and others to an awareness of vocation and to turning up the volume of prayer, song, worship, kindness, and generosity. We invite your written or emailed responses, your prayerful and material support, your decision about the forms of leadership and service which best fit you here, 
And as the Spirit moves, your presence with us in worship. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. O God, by the leading of a star, you manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. lesson from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Let us pray responsively verses from Psalm 72 with the Antiphon. justice, O God, and your righteousness to a king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the needy, and crush the oppressor. May he live while the sun endures, and as long as the moon, throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may righteousness flourish and peace abound until the moon is no more. May the rulers of Tarshish and of the isles render him tribute. May the rulers of Sheba and Siva bring gifts. May all rulers fall down before him. All nations give him service. For he delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence he redeems their life and gracious is their blood in his sight. And now, beloved, rise up, in body as you are able, but certainly in heart, for the singing of the Gloria Deo, the reading of the Gospel, and the singing of our hymn. According to St. Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Glory to you, O Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has born King of the Jews? 
for we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
be seated. The dawn is breaking slowly over the snow-blanketed city. You have assembled yourself for the morning with your coat and hat and mittens. You stand like a medieval knight with his standard, you with your broom or shovel in hand, and dawn is breaking slowly a week after the great snowfall. You are ready to start. Shakespeare knew the beauty and terror of the dawn. He wrote, the gray-eyed morn smiles on the frowning night, checkering the eastern clouds with streaks of light, and flecked darkness like a drunkard reels, form forth day's path, and Titan's fiery wheels. Now, ere the sun advance his burning eye, the day to cheer and night's dank dew to dry. The great poet and playwright knew, as was said of our Lord in his own earthly ministry, knew the heart of man. Shakespeare knew the complexity of moral judgment. He knew the ambiguity of corporate and governmental life. He knew the strange subterranean interplay of spirituality and sexuality. He knew the elusive mobility of truth, which to be spoken requires a lifetime of rapt attention and sometimes years of isolated pain and imprisonment. What this country may need to start a new year is neither a chicken in every pot, nor a good five-cent cigar, nor a plain new fair or square deal, but a rivetingly taught course or two in the works of William Shakespeare, who knew the heart of man. As you start, at whatever dawn you face, ponder this good news. Christ gives strength to start. A new year, strength to start. A new path, strength to start. A new relationship, strength to start. A new diagnosis, strength to start. A new commitment, strength to start. A new situation, strength to start. Christ offers good news, strength to start. In the first place, we may plainly affirm that together we find strength in Christ. We listen to the words of St. Matthew, the story of the Magi, and we hear them as God's word. The words of scripture are holy. In that, they stand over against us. They take the measure of our self-deception. They outlast our passions and defeats and very lives. These verses will live longer than we, and rightly so. They will still be heard when we will not be. So they have the power to help us to begin the service, the day, the week, a new year. The words of scripture start with the whole of life in view and with the end of life in view. And we too must make our various beginnings. And so we are not displeased to find here an inspired entry point, a journey in the making. By example, the kings assert strength to start. The passage opens the year with joy and leads us into a new vocabulary of love and delight. Words of wisdom that the kings celebrate and which will adorn the gospel as the gospel now unfolds. These words are meant to become our living vocabulary, glossary, dictionary, the words of our lives. We are to learn them again as the new year unfolds. You know the gospel plenary, Grace, peace, thanksgiving, saints together, 
gifts, charismata, fellowship in Christ, God is faithful. Oh, that we would bathe ourselves at the outset of every day and at the outset of every new year in such a shower of strength. For you, all of you, have been found in a new situation. Here we are to begin this new year in Christ. So, start the day strong. Much will befall to challenge by dusk. Start life strong in childhood. Much comes later to unsettle. Start with laughter and play in the summer. Much in autumn proves more difficult. Start this new year with strength and like a skier carried along by gravity, you will pass by and over and around many of the bumps. Start this week and each week with the hearing of the Holy Word. Much that is less than holy will greet each of us later. In the second place, we may plainly affirm that the gifts of Christ are reliable in time of need, are firm in the face of danger. They make us confident when we need to be and inwardly secure when we have to be. Whether we are young or mature or old, whether we are babes in Christ, approved in Christ, or wise in Christ, we make our starts with strength, recognizing that as an author began one famous book, Life is hard. Life is struggle. For the race, the scripture reminds us, is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to the people of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Life is not fair, not by a country mile. Not fair to those who suffer untimely loss. Not fair to those stricken with unexpected illness. Not fair to those whose limbs are taken and torn. Not fair to those who should have been chosen. Not fair to you. Time and chance happen to all. But is this not fairly the heart of the simple gifts we shall share in a moment at the Lord's table and at the Lord's behest? It was a borrowed upper room, not a paid-for condo, in which the meal was originally shared. It was a circle tinged with betrayal, not a safe, protected team, within which he washed feet and lifted cup. It was an evening before defeat, not a twilight of victory past, during which wine and bread were given. It was lack that gave way at last to hope, Treachery that was the doorway to a later hope. Suffering, the suffering of the cross that made way for the hope in which we now stand to sing the carols of Christmastide and Epiphany. Whatever harsh word you have reason to hear and overhear now, whatever that harsh word be, hold on. It is not the last word. Start with trust and strength. I think of the Apostle Paul who loved to start things. He suffered shipwreck and lash and hunger and despond, yet he could still sing with confidence. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. He who has begun a good work in you will complete it at the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you begun with the Spirit to end with the flesh? 
It is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we preached among you, was not yes and no, but in him it was always yes. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. Resolve, friends, to choose and memorize one of these verses of hope wrought in struggle as meat and drink for the new year. For whatever silence and despair now accompany you, hold on. Your lasting friendship is found in the presence of Christ. Martin Luther recounted his many attempts to find peace with God through self-discipline, religious duty, acts of contrition, his own works, until at last he collapsed. And at last he found his way out from the harsh word of command, from authority to obedience, and out into the meadow of hope in a calling, hear the voice, a word from wisdom to happiness from kings to Christ. He wrote, But this, all this other, availed me nothing, nor did it free me from a fearful and dreadful conscience. This is God's word, this one thing God asks of you, that you honor him by accepting comfort, believe and know that he forgives your transgression and has no wrath against you. We learn late or early that without explanation, rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. In the time of trial, though, you may start again with strength. You have the love of God. You have the gospel of Christ. You have the grace of the Lord. You have the baptism of the church. You have the prayers of the church. You have the Lord's Prayer, the Ten Commandments, the Sacrament of Communion, the Word of Absolution, and the decision of faith. Use them. Rely on them. Let them buoy you up in time of trial. In the third place, we may plainly affirm the strength that comes from beginning with the end in view. Though they found him an infant, one who does not speak, they saw him a king one whose voice rings out to all the world. This Epiphany Sunday reminds us that the Lord Christ is both Alpha and Omega, and when at last we set down our various tools and trades, when at last we have lost our eyes and ears, when at last the various dawns have given way to dusk and dusk and dusk, here too we are in Christ and nowhere else, of Christ and no one else. Somehow all the little subplots and sufferings of this present time are going to find their full place and point in a greater story, the day of God, the lifespan of Jesus Christ. Today is God's, and tomorrow is God's, too. Only such a hope can sustain travelers such as we, who seek wisdom and who seek love, even as that hope has sustained the church for some 60 generations. Such a hope strengthens the magi, unsung saints and heroines, and those whose names recall a sure strength to start. 
Some are enshrined in scripture, Matthew, Paul, Mary, John. Some are known in traditions far and wide, Gandhi, Heschel, Sadat, Teresa. Some are from closer experience, Harriet Tubman, William Seward, Robert Laubach, Comfort Tyler. One greets us in the plaza every Sunday morning with birds in flight, emblematic of a strength to start. Only such a hope could have strengthened Martin Luther King on August 28, 1963, in Washington, and all the long, bitter way to April 3, 1968, his last earthly night. I just want to do God's will, and he has allowed me to go to the mountain, and I've looked over, and I've seen the promised land, so I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. You start with confidence about the end. You are strengthened to start in the hope of Jesus Christ. Strength to start, strength to start in Christ, strength to start in times of trial, strength to start with hope for the end. Put on the whole clothing of Christ, that is, as you stand at the dawn of the rest of your life on this wintry New Year's Sunday. We'll put it for you in very familiar terms. Put on the whole wardrobe of Christ. Put on the sweater of grace. Put on the boots of peace. Put on the mittens of thanksgiving. Put on the toque of fellowship. Put on the scarf of faithfulness. Put on the snowsuit of sanctification. Pick up the shovel of salvation and the ice pick of hope and the salt of happiness. For in Christ at New Year's, we are given strength to start. Amen.
please be seated. As together we come now to the open table of the Lord's Supper, all of every age and station and background are welcome at this table. We pause to wish one and all a very happy new year, to give thanks for the singing voice of Marsh Chapel, this gathered congregation, singing in four-part harmony the great carols of Christmas and Epiphany. How grateful we are for your voice. It's good to sing with you. We draw your attention to the notices printed on your bulletin. And as our ushers prepare to wait upon us, we invite you to use the red pads at the center aisle and pass them along so that you can sign your name and others may greet you following the service by name. We continue to worship Sunday by Sunday uh, as the university is closed but reopening soon. And we invite those who may be listening, uh, even for the first time, to come as the Spirit moves one Sunday and worship among us here. With these thoughts and concerns before us, let us continue to worship God by presenting our tithes and offerings. Three kings from Persian lands of light to Jordan follow the pointing star and this the quest of the traveler's
our gifts of bread and wine, products of earth, air, fire, and water, the life energy of plants, animals, and humans. And these are gifts of money, symbol of our time, resources, life energy, and commitment. Bless and multiply these gifts, O God, that our giving may become receiving, and our receiving may become giving. In the name of Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory, Glory to God. God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ is with you always. And also with you. Let us offer one another signs of reconciliation and peace. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, Creator of heaven and earth. Blessed are you who, in word and spirit, created all things and called them good and in whom we live and move and have our being. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven and giving voice to all creation, we praise your name and join the unending hymn. 
are you, and blessed is Jesus Christ, God with us, in whom you have revealed yourself, our light and our salvation. You sent a star to guide the wise to where the Christ was born, and in your signs and witnesses, in every age and through all the world, you have led your people from all far places to Christ's light. Through Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, you took upon yourself our sin and death and destroyed their power forever. You raised from the dead this same Jesus who now reigns in glory and poured upon us the Holy Spirit, making us a covenant people. So we remember how when Jesus sat at supper with his disciples, he took bread. And when he had given thanks and broken it, he blessed the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body given for you. Each time you eat this, remember me. Likewise, after supper, he took a cup, and when he had given thanks and blessed it, he gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Each time you drink this, remember me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at the heavenly banquet. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who in the substance of our mortal flesh manifested forth his glory, that he might bring us out of darkness into his own glorious light. And with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. 
Amen. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us your peace. All are welcome at the Lord's table. There is wine in the chalice on the pulpit side and non-alcoholic-free grape juice in the chalice on the lectern side. There, is all, there are also gluten-free wafers available. Please just ask. There are other invitations in your bulletin, and the ushers will be happy to assist you. So now look, the bread of heaven is broken for the life of the world. Look, the cup of salvation is poured out for the life of the world. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Let us keep this feast with joy and thanksgiving.
Beloved, let us pray together. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.